Good day, good day, good day. This is another exciting episode of Copy Conversations. I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, this is a good day. We're, we're, we're reaching a new milestone in the podcast. I know. I saw that we had a whole bunch of downloads lately. Yeah, we passed uh, 6,000 the other day, right? Yeah. So as part of that uh, excitement, uh, yeah, we have part a guest. Of this celebration, we have a, a new guest. This is our first uh, three-way podcast today. So we're joined by... Father Fred. Father Fred, thanks for joining us oh, today. It's really nice to be here. I'm, I've gone from memories not too long ago of asking Father David, what is a podcast? <laughs> yeah. To listening to several, many of them actually, to actually being here. So it's really nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, we've been doing this for, what, almost a year and a half now? Yeah. Coming and, up on uh, two years in what, November? Yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah, so uh, we're just uh, here to talk with Father Fred today. So we're we're so excited. And uh, you ever think you'd be on a podcast? No, this is a first for me, and it's maybe a last. But <laughs> <laughs> no. we'll see how it goes. No, no, this is really good. This is yeah. really good. You know, it's just in. I mean, you, and you know this too. Just in ministry, you find yourself doing things you never, you never, yep. never thought you'd do. What you remember? Like, what was the first thing you never thought you'd do that you you ended up doing? <laughs> I'd have to give that one some thought. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> there are probably a lot of things that I never thought I'd be doing. But um, yeah, yeah but they're, they're kind of like this. Yeah. yeah, I always hear that. Just like never say never. No, yeah. Tell, yeah. never yeah. tell God the things you don't want to do yeah. because mm-hmm. it seems like. That seems like the things that we're you're probably going yeah. to do. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And on the other on the other side of the coin, it's God only knows what may lie ahead of us in terms of, you know, opportunities and mm-hmm. things that we may be asked to do or we'd want to do to, especially in light of just furthering the gospel and somehow mm-hmm. helping people to come to know the the good news that Christ brings us. Indeed. So for those who are listening from other parts of the country who may not be parishioners here at uh, St. Gabriel's. Um, Father Fred is our as our, our pastor, so he's been here for a couple of years. A uh, couple of years, a couple of years leading yeah. the parish. Still feeling a little new, but I've been here 32 years, so um, <laughs> yeah. kind of know my way around at least. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Every day is a new challenge, so that's the way life is. Mm-hmm. How many different priests have you have you, have you had? Yet? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. I've never counted them. There've been a lot of priests here in the years that I've been here, and um, mm-hmm. you know we've been through a lot of changes. Sometimes I can't remember life beyond St. Gabriel and even some of the earlier years, but there's been a lot of growth and a lot of change, and um, God is good. It's just, that's all I can say is just mm-hmm. every day. I just yeah. thank God for being so blessed to be in a community like this. Totally, totally. And we're, yeah. we've been so blessed, you know, by your ministry, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. You might just be in here, you know, just a couple of years uh, so far, so... But we're here today to uh, talk a little bit with Father Fred, um, uh, particularly about golf. Do you, do you like golf? I love to play golf, so that's the best part of my ministry. <laughs> you know, in one way or another, it's yeah. you know, I do. I really, really love to play golf. And the the odd thing is, I'm I'm not a good golfer, which tells you it's not about the golf game itself. It's about everything that surrounds it, and that's the part that just just has really enriched my life, brings me so much joy, refreshes my batteries, and I look mm-hmm. forward to whenever I can. Yeah. Deacon Bobber, are you a golfer? Um, people tell me that what I do is not defined as golf. <laughs> 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 I've been barred from many courses. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but I did play best ball one time, which I thought was there fun. You go. Like, yeah. you know, What's that? Like Father Fred would hit the farthest, mm-hmm. and then mine I would start with the guy's tee and hit to the lady's tee. And then I pick my ball up and yeah. we go to his ball. So you're always playing with the best 
Persons. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's, good. It's called a scramble. A scramble. Know? There we go. <laughs> um, in technical <laughs> golf language, it's called a scramble. <laughs> See, that's, we, that's why we brought you in, though, yeah. because we are technical are terms, right? We are definitely not uh, yeah. the, the experts in this. So this would be the scramble uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was a cross country runner. There you um, go. So I, I've been to Top Golf a couple times. You ever, you ever been to Top Golf? Yep. yep. A couple times, actually, once with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we did that for yeah. our staff yeah. day. Yeah. Last year, last year, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, was really fun. fun. It was really mm-hmm. fun. That's, you know, the nice thing about it is that just about well, most of us, I think, that went to that are really not great golfers or mm-hmm. even golfers at all. But everybody had a really good time yep. that I know of. So we that did, says something, indeed. And we did do putt putt the other day. Yeah, right? indeed. So <laughs> how, how well did y'all do in the uh, the putt putt? Um, I don't know, Father. Did you win that one? No, I did. I got beat by a girl. Uh oh, Samantha, our newest campus minister, the young girl on our staff. She beat us all. She did. We got to watch who we hire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was fun. So one of our staff day things we did. Uh, we, we did that. There was no Happy Gilmore, you know, moments. No, no one got too angry. But uh, there was a lot of water moments, though. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. Uh, there were a lot of floating balls. Oh, yeah. uh, it was kind of nice though that they had those little uh, like fly nets. fly net <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whenever your ball went into the water, you know they gave you the courtesy of you know when Trying to fish it out. Yeah, you didn't have to in complete humility, you know, have to use your hand or something. <laughs> but you have a, a favorite place uh, to to play golf? Yes, my absolute favorite place is Madison. Which used to be a country club, which used to be just a, a pearl in North, Northeast Ohio. Anyhow, long story short, the, the country club uh, went private. It kind of went under. Uh, somebody took it under new ownership, did the best they could, and kept it in reasonably good shape. Not quite as pristine as it was, but still the same layout, still the same feel. It's just a place that I feel comfortable at. Mm-hmm. It's challenging enough for me. It's challenging, it's beautiful. Um, but it just feel really comfortable there. So when I have my choice, um, that would be the place I go. It's a pri- it's a public course now, which is fine, um, but I really like it there. And again, it's the beauty of the, you know, creation around and sure, um, sure, you know, challenging enough, but not like a killer course. But mm-hmm. that's good. We just had the uh, the parish golf outing, right? Yeah, speaking at, uh, of killer courses, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Sand Ridge. We right? played at Sand Ridge out in. in uh, in Chardon, which is a very, very private course. Mm-hmm. I remember one time asking them, how come there's no hole marker saying this is the eighth hole and everything? And the person, that the pro said, the members know. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so kind of a members only course, but we're privileged to play our uh, once a year. Um, we don't always play there, but we've been for the last several years. It's been really great. But Sand Ridge, I think I heard has 103 sand traps. Wow. I mean, everywhere you look, there's a sand trap. But it's absolutely beautiful. It's pristine, and it's really, it's very challenging, but it's beautiful. It's really a joy and a, a, a joy to play there wow. once a year. <laughs> that's, 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 right. that's enough for me. That's awesome. Maybe once or twice. Nice, nice. One, one more question. Uh, okay. Do you have a favorite player? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you've enjoyed enjoyed watching. You mean a professional player? Sure. I've got probably got several. Mm-hmm. Um, it, as legends, I always really admired Arnold Palmer, but he wasn't the absolute best. He was very, very, very good. However, it was his off the course um, principles and mannerisms and everything. He was a very human guy. He just was who he was. Who he was. Obviously, he was really skilled in many, many different ways. 
very generous, not only with his money, but it's with his time. He would spend a lot of time signing autographs or anything people wanted them to sign. Mm -hmm. He would try to, you know, instruct other pros to say, when you sign your autograph, make sure people can read it because they're going to want to show that to people. Mm -hmm. Those kind of things. I saw something on his life one time where he had a room that was just jam-packed with letters and cards that had been sent to him over the years. And the person making the commentary, this was after his death, said, he personally answered every single one of them. I thought, wow, wow, that's amazing. So he was always kind of my personal hero in the in the senior world. And um, in the current world, um, I don't know, it fluctuates. I really like most of these guys. I, I really, you know, like um, their style. But it's, it's a lot of times, it's the off course, the stuff that you learn about them mm-hmm. as people. And um, that they understand that, you know, people want to be... Uh, touched by them in some way and they they're there to give good example and everything if they don't then i feel like well you know what we're paying you a lot of money and not getting right not for the right thing so right. you know I, I i think of people like rory uh mcelroy i think of people like um you know i don't know right now it's just kind of skipping my mind right now but there's a lot of them i really like but in the, when it comes right down to it like who do i want to win it's who, who golfs the best. I mean, that's just the way it is. You know, if somebody that I really never heard of wins, well, they deserved it. It's, there's no, you know, you gotta, you got to really earn that. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. And I think that kind of ties into what we want to talk about today is that, you know, so golf has obviously probably affected your life, you know, in, in some way over these, over these years of playing, uh, as in doing anything, you know, for any period of time, you know, affects us. Um, but... I think what we want to focus in on, it's not just a game, um, but it's about a, a journey. Yeah. And, yeah. And that it's, like, it's really about, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a human reality. Like, yeah. as we're talking about the, you know, the, the, the background, the deeper, yeah. uh, more of these, these golfers and, and, the, and the game that they play. So I think we, we want to focus today on just on, you know, life lessons. What, you know, how is, how is, yeah. how is what have you learned from, from playing the game of golf and and uh, yeah, so we're just going to kind of go around about that. So we'll, yeah. yeah, well, I, I've learned a tremendous amount more than we have time for here today. But I'll just kind of summarize and say I actually have had two golf careers in my younger days when I played a lot of sports and was really reasonably good. My dad started me on playing golf, um, and he himself was like me, not a great golfer, but he tried his best to teach me the principles of it. Um, the most important thing he tried to teach me, especially by his example is that it's just a game, just have fun, do your best. But I was very competitive at that time, played a lot of baseball, and I could always hear my dad saying, you're gripping that club too tight, you're swinging it too fast, it just doesn't go that way. And I couldn't learn that lesson, and I was always frustrated. And when I finally wrapped my seven iron around a tree, I said, Dad, <laughs> this, this isn't fun, I'm just not. <laughs> he said, okay, fine. So I picked it up about 15, 20 years later, and um, I think I... I started getting the lessons clearer. Um, and sometimes life's like that. You know, you just miss the boat and you got to kind of have a restart there. And mm-hmm. um, so I picked it up and really um, understood what it meant that it's all about having fun. For me, golf is just the vehicle. What really matters is I love being out on a nice day. I, I, I'll say I'm a fair weather golfer. If it's cold and windy and rainy, I'm not going to be out there. Mm-hmm. But I want to be out there on a beautiful day like today. Um, it's all about um, being with people that you really enjoy and that you can just laugh with and joke around with. And it's not about how good, for me, it's not how good I am, because I'm not. And, you know, I try, 
And, you know, you have some good shots and some not so good shots, but lots, again, life's a lot like that. And when I reflect on it sometimes, I'm not doing it on the course. On the course, I'm just having a good time. But sometimes off the course, you reflect on the connections that so many things have in life. It's an amazing what a teacher it is. And I guess maybe I didn't spend that much time in other sports to realize that. I'm sure all different sports have life lessons attached to it that mm-hmm. really are worth taking the time to just reflect back and say, wow, what does that teach you that in golf... Um, you're either trying to hit it straight and in the intended way or you're in the rough or you're in a trap or you're out of bounds or you take, have to take a penalty. I mean, think about how that affects, how that speaks about our lives. You know, either we stay on, a, on the right path there, meaning the fairway, or we're going to be in a, a rough situation or in a, in a you know, in a dead, in the water, in the sand or wherever it might be. Um, life's a lot like that yeah. and sometimes you just have to take your penalty or do whatever you have to do and keep on going until you get in the hole till you, till you get to your goals so. yeah so you know I didn't I didn't golf my dad you know no one really in my family golfed uh, when I was younger so I never really never really picked that up but my we've talked before my dad or I was a runner so cross country and track and everything so um, and in a similar way you know they're both difficult sports, mm-hmm. you know, in, in different ways. Um, but I think they're they're very similar uh, in a lot of ways too. Um, just in the the amount of reflection, you know, you need to you need to have because to be a cross country runner, you have a, a long race, and that's a, that's the thing about golf. It's not it's not a quick game, <laughs> you know. Uh, it takes a while. I mean, the courses are are long. It takes a couple hours at least, right? Oh, it takes. Four and a half hours for a round of eighteen. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of time to, yeah. to sit and to be and, and to think. Yeah. And um, you know, I was so I was grateful, even though it was it was hard to get into. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no one likes to, to run necessarily yeah. initially for, for a lot of time. Uh, and you have to do a lot of core <laughs> core strength training and, and all those things. Um, you know, just because it was hard doesn't mean I shouldn't have done it. Um, because what I learned later was so much was so so worth the. You know the, the the sacrifice and the and the getting into it. Well, one of the things that running doesn't have, and one of the reasons why I'm not a runner is because there's no comparable piece to a golf cart. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And, that and golf carts are a really an important part of that golf game for me. So. I think they yeah. call that NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, God, God is present in all in all we do, right? Oh, yeah. And it's, it's a question yeah. of do we have eyes to see it, you know? And there, there's yeah. truth in all things that that, that we yeah. that we do in life, and do we have do we have eyes to see it? And sometimes it really just does take sitting down and re- and, and reflecting, um, yeah, in order to appreciate those yeah. things because life can just kind of go by. And I think that's yeah. why people like golf. Um, for a lot of reasons, but it's like it just seems to slow slow life down yeah. a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and you're never in a rush. You got to keep on moving, but you, you shouldn't be in a rush. You know, one of the things I reflect on is how much I appreciate my dad, twenty-one years after his death, in the things that he taught me on the golf course. Um, we would almost meet every Friday if the weather permitted uh, at a golf course, and and it would usually be just the two of us. And when we'd get on the first tee, almost always, he would just say, isn't it great just to be out here? Mm. And I hear that 
voice every time I go out there, especially to the course we play that all the time. And then, like I said, we each hit our own share of, you know, crummy, really dumb shots, but I never, ever heard my dad get upset, use bad language or anything. He would just pick it up, try it again, you know. Yeah. And those are great lessons, too, about just having fun. And, you know, neither one of us are have any big trophies or anything like that it just would all, we, what it did for our relationship was amazing and now as I play with friends and everything especially with some people that I play with on a more regular basis it's been a great vehicle of friendship but I always remember those words isn't it great to be out here and I look around and see the beauty of the trees and just how everything's manicured flowers sometimes here and there and it yeah. is it's just a, a very profoundly spiritual moment for me um, and yeah, I, it, it teaches you just how to be. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And that's, that's a great. That, that's a great yeah. lesson too. That we're not, you know, yeah, we want to we want to try well. Uh, we want we want to do well in life, but we're ultimately it's not about our performance. Yeah, it's not like yeah, how do I do this well? Because then you can like, what is my goal? And cer- certain people could approach golf like I need to be the best golfer. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but then that's good. That just changes the changes the game so much because then you're thinking about every little thing. And I mean, there's so much that goes into a golf swing, oh, yeah. right? I oh mean, yeah. It's like the most simple and most complex yeah. thing ever. <laughs> and the whole seminars and it. courses on doing one little action. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's um, hard to remember more than one thing at a time. I, th- <laughs> I think of one thing, I forget something else. And right. Yeah. But I really, it does kind of help you help to teach you to be focused on the present moment. Yeah. Right. And not be thinking about what I did on the last hole, what, yeah, exactly. what's, what's coming up on, on, exactly. uh, on the next one. Yeah. Like, I need to be present to this moment. Yeah. Um, and that's so true in, in life. Sometimes yeah. we can just spend our time thinking yeah. about the future and the past, but like, yeah. if we really focus on, on, on the now, that's what's going to yeah. help us the most. And in golf language, that means keep your eye on the ball. You know, because you tend to want to look up, see where it's going before you even hit it and you throw everything off and keep your eye on the ball and you know, it'll go well. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I've learned is just a simple lesson is how you grip the club is is a lesson in life. You have to grip it not too tight. And you know, that's what I was doing before. But, you know, you can't do that with a golf club. you got to just grip it, you know, nice and easy. Obviously, if you don't grip it hard enough, it's going to fly out of your hand. And life is like that. If you grip it too tight, you're going to just frustrate yourself and you're yeah. just not going to get anywhere. If you don't grip it tight enough, meaning responsibilities and, tr- and effort and things like that, it's going to fly out of your hand and it's just not going to get anywhere at yeah. all. So there's a what balance. Are we, what are we holding on to yeah. in life? That, yeah. 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 So I think, I think really, I mean, this is with a lot of sports, but like the whole reality of virtue, you know, helping yeah. you to embrace, you know, yeah. uh, the, the golden mean, you know, virtue yeah. would be, you know, acting well frequently. Would, yeah. You know, that'd be kind of a definition yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, and to, act well more frequently within the game of golf would be you know to take yourself yeah not too seriously but also to really enter into but yeah. also to take the game seriously yeah you know to a to a real extent yeah. do you find coaches help or lessons or somebody who knows a little bit more than you do yeah oh absolutely it depends how they do it though you know mm-hmm. like for instance my my best golf friend that I golf with more often than anybody else I I jokingly call him my coach cuz he is but it's just how he does it in such a gentle way that you want to get better. He doesn't make me feel bad. He doesn't make me feel stupid. You know, he just says, now try this or, you know, you might want to think about doing this or whatever. It's very, very helpful to have somebody who can help you. I, I need all the help I can get. 
and he gives it in a nice way, you know, little by little, not so much that can't can't yeah. even take all that or I'm overwhelmed by it or this is way too much for me, but little by little and it's helpful, very helpful. Accompaniment. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've kinda of thrown that word around yeah. in the church the past number of years. You know, to learn how to accompany people, you know. And we were even talking too just about this reality of um, community, you know, that golf, well, like cross country, they're both individual sports, yeah. but they're both not yeah. <laughs> individual sports, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I could never imagine playing golf by myself. Some people do, but I could never imagine that. The joy of it is being with people. You know, again, whether it's just a partner or a foursome or, you know, it's usually, we, no matter how big the outing is or the group is, those are the people you're with hold a whole. But it's just nice to be with people. And you, you talk back and forth and talk about family life or whatever is on your plate. You just, it's just to have those kind of You're not just sharing the game, but you're sharing the journey. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Right. And yeah. I think that's, yeah, I mean, I think that's really important because sometimes in our life of faith, we can kind of get into this, this temptation of just like me and Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. and and yes, we're all walking our individual yeah. um, journeys and and stories, but um, but that's why Christ came to establish church, <laughs> you know, yeah. so that so that we're not alone. And I think just like in golf, you know, you have guides, people mm-hmm. you you look to, yeah. people you um, learn yeah. from, um, and then and then people that are just friends on the journey yeah, and yeah. people that you walk with and yeah. how that plays, you know, just into different parts of our, the golf journey, I think really is important for the faith journey too. Who are we walking with? Or are we trying to play the game on our own? And if we're trying to play the game on our own, you know, it's just not going to be, um, and certainly not as enjoyable, but not as, as fruitful. Yeah, that's a great insight. That's a really great insight. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, I just... It's just endless for me of how many different insights or lessons, and sometimes just you don't realize them at the time. You look back, and I think that's a lesson in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't always see how things are playing out at the present time, but that's why, you know, reflective prayer is so important as you look back. And I always tell people, you see God best through the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't see ahead of you too well at the present time. You don't know what's going on, but you look back and you can see that, you know, that. God's been at work there, kind of gently guiding things and teaching us and forming us. So, Feth Red, I've known you for a really long time. Um, how has golf and your ministry kind of, how's golf been a metaphor for your ministry? Okay, well, yeah. Well, ministry is my life. Mm-hmm. That's what's really most important and responding to God's will and I don't know, playing golf, a round of golf is really God's will or God's call for me. But it's God's gift to me, and that's mm-hmm. how I see it, it's God's gift. And when, when I'm you know, engaged in ministry, I'm probably not thinking about golf. When I'm playing golf, I'm really not thinking about ministry. <laughs> but that's where it take, you take time to put the two together in reflective prayer and just um, prayer of gratitude, prayer of open listening to how God had maybe been speaking to me, maybe today at my last round of golf, or or today in ministry and how things that maybe I need to just apply some golf principles to that. So there really is a connection. It may not be at exactly at the time, mm-hmm. but there's an appropriate time to connect up things in our lives that can really be very uh, mutually beneficial to each other. It's different for everybody, um, but I think there are ways of doing that. And it's not for me, it's not just golf. There's other things that I really, I say, are very spiritual for me. They may not 
be in that spiritual category. Um, someday we can do a podcast on my life with Disney because it's a <laughs> very, very spiritual thing as much as, you know, there's Indeed. just a mouse in the picture. But nevertheless, I see a lot of tie-ins with how to relate to God and live yeah. God's life better. So that's the point is life is like that. you got to find the ones that God gives you to speak to you in ways that can enrich what really matters in your life. And for me, what really matters in my life is certainly not golf and it's not Disney either. It's really about my life with God, how I respond to God's call, how I really bring God's love to others. And, and there's a lot of ways that help us to do that. Yeah, this kind of <clears throat> this kind of brings together some of the things we've been talking about, but you know, relationship between golf and ministry. I mean, what do you need in golf? Honesty, patience, and humility. <laughs> a lot of humility, right? Yeah. Say you, you, <laughs> a lot of humility. You'd, you'd say you probably need those as a pastor. Absolutely, absolutely, right? Absolutely, do those are and, great. Qualities. And learning learning something in one area of our life does affect learning it. You know, in yes. other areas of our life, yes. or practicing it in yeah. other areas sure. of, of our life too. We're not. Sure. It's not like golf's over here and ministries over here, yeah. right? I mean, it's all. It's all. We're we're the same person, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. approaching these things. Yeah. Now we might be going through something different on a different yeah. day, but. Right. Um, and I would kind of conclude that by saying God speaks to us in many, many different ways and in many different places and through many different voices, right. and and so you know, the more we can listen, the better we're going to be. So, what would you say? To those people, they feel like they're stuck in a sand trap in their life at this moment. Hit it out and keep on going. <laughs> Hit it out and keep on going. You know, and if it takes a couple shots, don't give up. You know, just it's part of life. Just you can do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about the fact yeah. that you're in the sand trap. Yeah. Look at yeah. the green. Yeah. 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 Right. Keep your eye. Keep your eye on the flag. That's right. That's right. exactly it. So. Yeah. Well, Father Fred, it's great. Uh, thanks for being with us. Well, thanks. Change. It was really a joy to be with you guys. Yeah. And thanks for all the work you've done on these podcasts. And I know you said how many uh, listeners you've had over the time. Um, that's another way of getting the gospel out that is new to me and maybe new to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. um, it's really great that, you know, we have people, you know, like you, David and, and, and Bob, who can bring that gospel into uh, the new era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we've, I mean, I've... We, Dick and Bob and I have kind of mentioned before that we've been blessed by this as much as absolutely anything else, right? It gives us mm-hmm. a chance to sit down and it doesn't feel like work, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. That we get to we get to do it, and 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 the thing is, we don't know what God um, does to use this, you know. Too, yeah. we don't we don't know about necessarily. We get a little bit feed, a little bit of feedback from prisoners here mm-hmm. and there, but you know, it's it's an act of faith and trust, and but it's been it's been really good. So, mm-hmm. and we just. Keep trusting. God will lead us to where we go next. So, so right. actually, uh, I have a tea time in 35 <laughs> minutes, so I hope this is almost over. Perfect. And that tea time is actually our staff time to pray. Yes, so. indeed <laughs> it is. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, that being said, we usually finish out in a little prayer. So would uh, close us out in a little prayer. So, Lord, you are so good, and you manifest your goodness in so many different ways. Thank you for... Um, the wonderful ways that you help us to know your goodness and you call us to share in your life. Help us especially to hear your call and to use all the other gifts in life to help us to respond fully to your call so that we may be pleasing to you in every way um, and just continue to speak to us, through us, in us, and um, for your honor and glory. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right, everybody, thanks for joining today. Uh, Thanks, Brother Fred, for joining us, and uh, have a great day, and 
Yeah, keep keep going. Okay. Keep on keep swinging. On swinging. <laughs> keep, keep on swinging. <laughs> All right. Adios. Bye. Bye.